race nine at Melton. We're into the three, back into the three-year-old field. He's a rock and roll dance breeders crown. Second semi-final and no real surprises here from me. Major Delight, I think, is just too good for Soho Seraphine. He's a very nice horse and boy, she's done a power of travelling and and some wonderful racing this year. Bathurst Gold Crown, she ran fourth. Of course, the WAX she went over for. She ran in the New South Wales Oaks earlier in the year, and she's been a wonderful filly, Soho Seraphine. I just think Major Delight's that level above, and uh, I don't think we need to talk about all her achievements. She's been a stunning. I think Chinchilla's a great place chance, and Perfect in Pink will be rattling home late. Dan, you got any revelations here for us? Uh, 4173. Um, yeah, I, I can't really add much to it. It looks like it should sort itself out. The top four are well above the next quartet, I would have thought, uh, yeah. in my assessments. And, and it's, I can't see how Major Delight can, um, cannot win this race. But at a dollar oh four, seriously, what you got to prove, <laughs> you know, like it's a race for exotics, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, betting-wise, I mean. Yeah, yeah. betting-wise, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just can't go past those four and uh, maybe play it really skinny if, you, if you're having some exotics. Race 10 at Melton. Again, we're back. It's the second Breeders' Crown, IRT Breeders' Crown, two-year-old Colts and Gelding, second semi-final. And there's no doubt this one isn't as strong as the earlier one, uh, the first semi-final, but Kingman's a very nice horse and... Uh, he's this barrier draw in the final is going to be so important, but I can't see Kingman getting beaten. But I think they may single file out here, and D Row might be good enough to run second and hold off Mickey to success. And Nathan Street will be coming from back in the field. He'll build into this campaign, uh, his Breeders' Crown campaign, Nathan Street. But I think Kingman wins, and D Row. Well, there's no place market at the moment, but if you can get two fifty the place, I'd be happy to have a little play on D Row for the place. Yeah, look, uh, you've mentioned the horse I've got in my mix. They're one, three, two, and six. In a way, they sort of picked themselves. I haven't really been able to offer anything that you wouldn't have expected me to. Uh, at a dollar seven, again, nothing to prove. It's look, it's one of those nights where you know I look at it and I think, gee, I could nearly tip the card. You know, so you take a, a little all up with all of them to win. It doesn't come to that bigger odds, but it might keep you entertained for a number of races, or you might pull out a couple that um, you know the you as an individual might think, oh, well, you know, there's seven or eight that look like shoe-ins and it builds up to a price of $5 or something like that and it'll keep you entertained coming to the last race. At $1.07, I've always had a lot of time for Kingman. You remember in those races he was drawing badly and I was saying to you, I reckon he's as good as Storm Rider. It's just a barrier draw and um, I'm still uh, of that belief uh, and I do expect him to win. Uh, Mickey to success... um, uh, will improve on last start, has to anyway. Um, I'll put it in for a second. So, and D-Row, for all the reasons that you said, it's going to sit behind Kingman. And then Nathan Street um, is the other one, one, three, two, and six. But it's hard to see Kingman not winning. Uh, funnily enough, I think Nathan Street could win the final if it all went in place for him. He, but I've got him in for fourth here, <laughs> in uh, third, sorry, in the in the semi-final Interesting, Dan. I wonder. I don't. I know you have a bit to do with uh, the race calls, but you probably want to work at Bendigo on the thirtieth of November. It's Silver's Night, and there's uh, twenty-two horses out of Saturday night that will go into the Silver Meeting. So uh, it might be a very short night at Bendigo. I know 
uh, horses that don't run in the semis are allowed to nominate, but um, it might be a very short little uh, four-race card on on the 30th unless some horses that haven't run in heats in the semis are just targeting the silver. And I'm not sure that's ideal if that's happening, if yeah. people are doing that. So... Uh, well, it's happened before. Mm. Um, I know, oh, what was the series? Was it the Breeders' Crown last year? I'm trying to think which one. I remember talking to Andy Gath and Catch a Wave hadn't run in, whichever series it was that he hadn't run in. Um, and he was thinking <laughs> oh, <laughs> in one of those uh, silver races because he, he's, he's eligible. So you might find that's the case. Uh, and, and also, is it applicable um, with that rule, which I'm totally against, uh, the rule that suggests that there has to be at least six horses in a race. Yeah, um, I agree. I, my understanding was it could have been a question mark on a couple of races Saturday night unless they got six in it. So if that's still applicable, I mean, these are maturity races. They should go ahead even if there's two horses. But uh, just bear that in mind as well. It might be a far shorter night than what even you're talking about. Well, there's four from the three-year-old Colts and Geldings and three from the two-year-old Colts and Geldings that go into the silver. So if we draw a line, they'll join. They'll, they're able to join the Colts and Geldings and the Phillies together. That's in, in the rules. So right. at this stage, if it was only the horses out of the semis, we'd have a 112 horse field for the three-year-olds and 110 horse field for the two-year-olds. There's four-year-old races programmed as well. So those won't go ahead, obviously, because... There's not even enough to fill the field in the final. And I don't think you can not nominate. I think you have to run through the series to get into that. And then they've got a couple of the Trotters Silvers as well. So uh, at this stage, it'll probably be a four-race card at Bendigo on the 30th. And I'm just wondering if I can swap and have that judging shift. I'll see how I go with the boys. I'm not sure Steve and Toby will be up for that. Anyway. <laughs> they might add a few of those up to 40 rating races and a, a split a, a few 1,200-metre races just to lengthen the night out for you. Uh, very good. Uh, Dan, let's get a break away. Uh, might just uh, touch base with uh, my great mate at Oxy and say we'd better do something about this and program some other races or it will be a full race card.